welcome to Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are a married couple who like to shoot the shit about movies. That we do. That we do. So this is a bonus episode, you guys. Bonus. We figured we haven't done one in a while, and uh, we wanted to throw one in there, because for many reasons, I feel like. Well, it's the start of spooky season. Well, it's a little early. A little early. A little early, but I think we wanted to get it kicked off a little earlier, because uh, I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but in North Carolina recently, it's been hot, hotter than the devil's ball sack. That is pretty hot. I'm just like begging for spoopy time. I'm begging for fall. I'm ready for her to come. And uh, I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, we have this like open week. Maybe we can throw in a bonus episode. What's what's the thing that we could do? And one thing that Scotty and I share is an unmitigated, unbridled love for Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. I've always watched Scooby-Doo growing up, as has Scotty, and we we love the Scooby-Doo property, but we were like, oh, what's what's a good spoopy thing we could do? And then I was doing some research, because you know me on the one-woman research team here at Shoot the Flick. That is true. And I realized, you guys, guess what? It is the 25-year anniversary of Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Indeed. It was released in 1998, and oh yes, it is the first and, I would say, best direct-to-video Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah, it uh, hands down, it's the best one. For sure. I do believe it is still the highest-rated Scooby-Doo movie, other than maybe like the live-action ones, because I know some people still like those. I like the first one. Don't come for me. I like the first one with Scrappy-Doo as Rowan Atkinson. Don't judge me. Well, I think this one doesn't really have that many detractors. No, I don't think anyone is like, Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island sucks. People say that about the the sequel they did, like maybe a few years ago, Return to Zombie Island, which I never watched because I heard it was bad, and I didn't want to sully this film's good name in my mind. Plus, it's really hard to find, too. Yeah, I like I looked it up to see if we could watch it just for just for research purposes, you know. But uh, I, I couldn't find it streaming anywhere, so oh well. Um, no, no loss here. <laughs> but the thing about like Scooby Doo and like this franchise that has existed now for decades, yeah, it's always fun. Like it's well, not always. The people that watched that Velma show that oh. came out, maybe was it this year? Yeah, yeah, last they'll, year. they'll probably say differently. I didn't watch that because I heard all the terrible, I, terrible reviews, and I, I just didn't. I watched do the it. first like three episodes. Yeah, I remember you watched it, and you were like, "No, <laughs> well, no." I, I literally looked at them like, "Who is this for?" Because it's literally just ripping on anybody who watches animation, who watches Scooby Doo. It felt pandering. It felt like everything, every wrong decision you could probably make for a product, (laughs) that's what it felt like. Okay, great. I think they're doing a season two. They are, because everyone hate-watched the first season. Oh, no. (laughs) Why are you doing that? Because when you have eyeballs on it... Yeah, but no one's going to watch it. I think... They're going to realize that about halfway through the second season. Yeah, no season. one's... Because everyone hate-watched it because it was a new thing. And now they're done. Yeah. And now they know it's bad, so they're not going to watch the second season of it. That's stupid. 
stupid but anyway <laughs> but uh this movie is not stupid this movie is the shit uh i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember growing up with it and loving it and it actually being kind of scary when i was a kid well yes it, it is scary but it's the first time scooby-doo actually fights like an actual monster real life mo- yeah exactly which is wild which it was is wild man it was crazy because we all watch these. Oh, it's always a guy in the it's, mask. It's Mr. Jenkins from the amusement park. <laughs> yeah. For there to be actual monsters, it was like, wow, that's a great concept. How has this not been done yet? Yeah. To be fair, that's one of the things I liked about the live action Scooby-Doo is that it was actually, I mean, it was technically a mask, but it was also like a genuine evil, like mystical, dark magic plot, even though... It's executed very strangely because 2000s, but I don't know, maybe someday we'll revisit the live action Scooby-Doo movie. That might be fun. But um, yeah, I figured for this bonus episode, we could kind of just throw on the movie and talk about it as we go. Kind of like how we do with our Oscars episodes where we just have like a little somewhat of a watch along I will hit you with some preliminary fun facts before we get into the good stuff here. The film was directed by Jim Stenstrom, who did a handful of Scooby-Doo movies over the years, but he was mostly a character designer for Scooby-Doo cartoons, and he also did the Smurf show in the 80s, along with the writer of this movie, Glenn Leopold, who did the Smurfs and also did some Scooby movies. He also did SWAT cats, which I know, you ah, know, SWAT cats. Yeah. I don't, I never heard the term SWAT cats until Scott mentioned it to me one time. And I was like, what the fuck is that? It's a world of cat people. Oh no, not cats. No, I can't, I can't but, get a well, redo of well, that, that, Tom Hooper's cats. Well, <laughs> I'm no, getting they, flashbacks. They're just normal people who are cats sure sure so was cats babe so no, was yes. so was 2019 cats well and uh there are two mechanics who are like superheroes who fly an, an airplane oh like like a combination of super mario brothers and, and top gun fucking, oh i was gonna say the jungle book cartoon oh tailspin yeah, yeah well because <laughs> they fly planes in that I, I would say it's more like top gun meets godzilla both of those things are really not of great interest to me, so I'm sure I would love it. <laughs> it was really dumb. But because it's Scooby-Doo, we have to shout out Hanna-Barbera and also the creators of Scooby-Doo, uh, Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, who none of this would be possible without them. But um, personally, what I'm looking forward to is the Sky Cycle songs that oh, are about to come hit us in the face. They, they have two great songs in Yeah. There. I think the theme song, the like the OG Scooby-Doo theme song, is like there's a cover of it in this that's done by Third Eye Blind. Interesting. That's what I read in IMDb, and I was like, I don't remember that, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, man. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this watch along. I feel like it's going to be a real shot of nostalgia right in the ass and we're going to have a good time. And it's going to be our, I guess, official introduction into spooky season. Yes. I I don't know why this year in particular, maybe because it has been so hot down here, but I'm just like super excited for spooky season. And I'm not a huge Halloween person, but like I'm like just super excited. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready for the, the cooler air, the leaves, the fall. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I have a lot of like spoopy movies on my watch list that I want to like bang out this month, yeah. uh, this coming month of October. So it's it's going to be an interesting time well, to yeah, be alive. This time of year, I usually always try to do the one scary movie a day. Yeah, I'm not that crazy. I just basically during October, I try to only do like horror thriller movies just to like keep the vibe going. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to start it off with this. I feel like this is very appropriate. And it also, it makes me feel old, but I'm not mad about it because it's 25 years old. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, okay with it because it's such a fucking good movie. It deserves some stars. Okay, so are we ready to hit play on the movie? By the way, I owned this, so it's not difficult to find. <laughs> oh, no, it's not difficult to find. And it's just a great movie to have. There's so many good ones and there's so many dumb ones, too. I yeah. feel like one day, or not, definitely not in a day, because there's so many Scooby-Doo movies, and I've, I've seen maybe like a handful of them. At some point, I should just, because I like to do the ranking list, I just recently on my letterbox, just for fun, not even for the show, did a ranking list of all of the direct-to-DVD Disney sequels, because I hate myself. So maybe one day I'll just do that for all the Scooby-Doo movies. I've seen... I want to say at least half of them. There's so many. <laughs> it's like a very scary task to undertake. Oh, okay, but let's get into this. Let's do this. Yay, let's watch it. I'm so excited. Oh, we start with the lightning. We're setting the spoopy vibe. Haunted castle. On zombie island. Title card. <laughs> This looks like the castle from Gargoyles, to be honest. It does. I love Gargoyles. They what? have it on Disney Plus, and I watched like the pilot, and it made me so happy. I was uh, like, oh, I remember this. Oh, uh, that show's underrated. That show, yeah, well, because I feel like it went over a kid's head. I feel like it certainly went over my head as a kid. It's like four seasons. I figured they're bringing it back. Are they really? Yeah. That would be cool. Also, not to face it. I feel like it's it, that guy, right? The, that voice is the main gargoyle. Yes. What's his name? Oh, my God. Um, I got friends on the other, other side. side. Yes. He, uh, I, think, I can't remember his name. He's in fucking... He's in a lot of things. But he's he, in so many things. And it's he, breaking my heart that I can't remember his name right now. Keith David. Keith David. Thank you. Um, but him... They also had a Spanish female cop lead also. Yes. No, I think she was Native American. Was she Native American? I thought she was Spanish. I think she was Native American. But it's still, it, you had a minority cop lead. Yeah, that was in pretty... In the 90s. That's pretty wild, yeah. That's true. And didn't they, like... Didn't they fuck? No, they I don't I mean, think not on the show, obviously. It's a kid's show. But, like, they fucked. They probably. Oh, no. Big scary monster. Oh, my God. I love the premise of Scooby-Doo, man. It just... It looks so clean still. It does look pretty clean. It's just dark enough that, like, it's still kid like It's not too scary for kids, I feel like. Well, yeah, but Because the monster design isn't, like... It's just shadowy enough for, like, it gives just the right amount of spoopy vibes for kids. Here we go. Yes. Okay, they do do the Scooby-Doo theme song in the beginning. As they're getting chased by a big green monster. And I guess this is Third Eye Blind. Because 1998. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it's not semi-charm life, but it's fine. I see you know we got a mystery to solve so scooby-doo be ready for your act don't hold back i feel like this ends this opening bit 
Oh, I love this part where where Fred is holding Daphne and Velma off the side of the cliff. He would obviously drop Velma to save Daphne. Yeah, did. no shit. <laughs> he just did it. He would never let Daphne go. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Imagine if that was like a real like I, w- I wish they did something like that in the live action. That would have been so dramatic. Well, they have so many good things. Like one of the best newer versions of Scooby-Doo is Mystery Incorporated. Oh, yeah. That show's great. Ah, rip off the mask. It's Mr. So-and-so. I would want to voice a Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah, we should definitely throw out some love to the voice actors. So, uh, Scooby-Doo is voiced by Scott Inez, I think is how you pronounce it. But he's voiced Scooby-Doo and Shaggy in a lot of projects. He also voiced Scrappy in the live-action movie. Daphne was Mary Kay Bergman, who also voiced Cartman's mom in South Park. Ah. Fred was Frank Welker, of course. He's... Super well known. He's voiced Fred and Scooby. Velma's BJ Ward, uh, who also has voiced Velma in a lot of things. And the most interesting is Shaggy, because Shaggy is usually voiced in pretty much everything by Casey Kasem. But um, in this movie, he was voiced by Billy West, who is known to play Fry uh, and Zoidberg in um, Futurama. Futurama, Doug Funny, Ren and Stimpy. Uh, apparently. Casey Kasem refused to voice Shaggy because in this movie, Shaggy eats crawfish, which made him not a vegetarian, as Shaggy usually is in the series. Uh, So he refused to voice the character, which is like, you know, I I get it. You're a vegetarian. So like, that's your hill. But it's just, yeah, it's kind of weird that neither one of them caved, I guess. It's kind of such a small thing. Like, just don't have him eat the crawfish. (laughs) But Billy I, West still does a good job because yeah. he's Billy West. <laughs> Sykes, like that's the biggest catfish I've ever seen. I love that they have normal jobs. Yeah, I remember vaguely that they break up in this movie, kind of like in the live action. So Shaggy is a fucking airport worker and Scooby is a bomb sniffing dog, which is kind of weird. This is pre 9-11 world. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if this was made in like 2002. <laughs> like this would be a totally different scene. Oh, here he's going to eat all the meat. Ah, yes. Well, Shaggy and Scooby's personalities are food-based, obviously. Well, that that just eliminated Casey Kasem right there because they're about to eat all that food in there. Yeah. I remember this vaguely now. So Velma works in a, like, mystery bookstore. Daphne is, like, this... uh, News reporter. News reporter extraordinaire. And then Fred's just kind of her pimp, essentially. She's a producer. (laughs) Okay. Which I guess you could is a fancier word for pimp. Sure. <laughs> so then they all have to get back together for this mystery, but I think it's framed as like. Well, th- I think they're doing it for Daphne's show. Yeah, it's framed as a thing for Daphne's show, and here's Shaggy and Scooby are about to get fired for being pigs. <laughs> I mean, me though, so, I would eat all the food in customs because otherwise it's just gonna go to waste. Though you gotta think, what do their poops look like? Oh, I mean... It's got to be horrible. Well, the thing is, if Shaggy really is a vegetarian, he probably is incredibly healthy, which is why he's so skinny. Well, he runs everywhere. so much. True. They they are very active. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is probably... I mean, I think he's perpetually like a middle-aged dog. Like, he's seven years old. So, for a middle-aged dog, he's doing it right. Leia was almost going to be Scoob if she was a boy. Yes, Leia, because Leia has big ears, and she howls, and she likes to eat. <laughs> so Scoob seems the most appropriate for her if she was a bully. 
Oh, Fred, traffic was murder, you say? Murder. It's so funny because you are about to narrowly evade murder several times in the next hour and a half. <laughs> oh, it's Daphne's birthday. What a wonderful way to spend your birthday going to an island of death. Well, we don't go to the island of death initially. Right. Well, it is an island of death, though. Uh, well, yes. Do you think Daphne cucks, Freddy? In in what like be more specific? She's never like sleeps. You don't think she actually? Oh, sleeps you with think Freddy. that she doesn't put out? Um, no, I think she puts out. I mean, they've been together for a long time. But theoretically, okay, right now they're not in high school, right? But they've been together since high school. That's true, but I feel like so, and they're like clearly adults now, doing adult things like jobs and things. Like, yeah, I'm sure she puts out. Maybe in high school she didn't, but she's yeah, she ain't no church girl. Well, I'm not saying she's a church girl. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I'd fuck Freddie. He's probably a very gentle, respectable lover. He's very attentive. I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? Nah. He's like super, you know, gentlemanly. Oh, here we go. Number one. I think this one is called what? Like the ghost is here yes. from Sky Cycle. Which isn't on Spotify. Is it not? Well, oh. their version isn't on Spotify. I know. Spotify. Yeah, I know. Both of these songs, I feel like, only have like covers of them on Spotify. On Spotify, which is a bummer. I don't think Sky Cycle is really known for anything else except this movie. Well, the thing is, like, you look up Sky Cycle, and I think, I think that they partially don't want to be known for this movie. Like, well, I why? Yeah. I mean, this is what everybody knows them for. Otherwise, what are they? They don't have another song that's like that, not popular like, not like that these anybody two. knows. It's like any other band that has like a one-hit wonder. You don't yeah. want to be known for that one song, but like you know, take advantage of the oh yeah, the lobster, the popularity, not the rock lobster. Oh no, they're being chased by a rock lobster. But man, both these songs were fucking ah oh, so good. Okay, so I think the goal here Daphne wants to achieve for her new show is like she wants to find a real fucking like horror, horror show, not just like a guy in a mask. So she like wants to be a real paranormal investigator, and I say real in quotes. I mean, she wants to be like the ghost adventures guy, <laughs> you but know. In the same what, is that Baggins? Zach Baggins? Is that the ghost adventures? I guy? think so. I don't remember his full creepy fucking ghost adventures guy. <laughs> what did she say? I want a real live ghost. <laughs> That's an oxymoron, because you know, ghosts. If to be a ghost, one has to be deceased. Ah, uh, oh, here we go. Uh-oh. The sexy New Orleans accent. Sorry, I couldn't help it over here. I work as a chef in a house on Moon Sky Island, a house that really is haunted. Jinkies. Moon Sky Island. So this is, which one is this, Lena? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so this is Tara Strong right here. Which Tara Strong is. Love her. A legend. Over 600 credits as a voice actor. She did Bubbles for uh, fucking Powerpuff Girls. She was Twilight Sparkle in My Little Pony. Most recently, she was the Miss Minutes character in the Loki show, which I'm like so excited. She, she's a legend. For yeah, oh yeah, of course she is. It's always so crazy, voice acting in general. When you start looking at some of these voice actors who have done this for decades on, like Phil Lamar, Tara Strong, Mark Hamill, and you start going like, oh my god, they're this character, they're this character, they're this character. Yeah. 
So this is Louisiana right there in yes. Louisiana. Because Tara Strong also hits us with the very, oh, hi there. I'm I'm Lena, and I'm here to invite you to my spooky zombie island so you could die. <laughs> the bayou. But don't tell anybody. Oh, right. This, they have the love triangle in this movie with her and Daphne and Fred. Yes. Now, see, yeah, no. Daphne certainly wouldn't get that possessive of a guy if she wasn't. Well, maybe she would if she wasn't putting out. She'd be like, wait a minute, I was playing the long game, and now this slut is going to come in here and ruin all my work? Oh, see, but he's eating meat! There's meat on that sandwich! Yeah. See, Casey Kasem, I, I understand, man. Oh, well, technically he didn't get anything there. Oh, he didn't get anything! But you're mad about crawfish? Okay, so here's what just happened. Shaggy and Scooby were eating big sandwich, as they often do, right? It was filled with meat and cheeses and everything. And then they go to eat it, and Scooby sucks out all the good stuff, all the meat and goodness, and then Shaggy just gets the bread. But Shaggy was going to eat the sandwich, and it had meat in it. So the intention of non-vegetarianism is there. And I feel like that's not the first time that's happened. Maybe Casey just wasn't feeling it. Well, Casey, <laughs> I know Casey used to eat meat when he was younger. Right. But, and that Shaggy used to eat meat when he was younger. And then at some point, he became a vegetarian. And that's when Shaggy became a vegetarian. But yeah, I, I do love Casey Kasem. But I feel like Billy West is doing a good job. I can't really tell Though, the difference. Well, that's the thing about when you do a voice character, especially one as iconic as Shaggy. It's kind of hard to like really mess it up. Yeah, I feel like I can't tell it's Billy West. I feel like he's doing no. a really good I think, shaggy voice. I think voice. there's been a good transition of people playing shaggy. Yeah, I think so, I, which is good. I mean, just in general, I think with the Scooby-Doo gang, I feel like the voice acting has never really changed that much, which is good. Because also, like, I swear to God, I remember with Sesame Street, like, Big Bird's voice, particularly, has always been the same for me growing up. Hey there, wanna rip? Oh, no thanks. I'm on my way to New York City to try to break into public television. And then one year recently, I watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And they did a Sesame Street segment, of course, because, you know, kids and stuff. And I swear to God, Big Bird sounded like a fucking like 35-year-old man with like a cold. I was like, what the fuck? Who is that? That is not Big Bird. Excuse me, sir. That is not Big Bird. Not Hashtag not my Big Bird. I felt really, really happy. And, and it brought a smile to my face. But, you know, I kind of feel pretty good all the time anyway. <laughs> oh, that is disgusting. So, yeah. I, I appreciate when actors who take over iconic voice acting roles do their best to like stay true to the actor the original actor <gasps> i didn't know you had a dog this lady lena is like so sus it's literally giving me like get out vibes almost like as an adult it's giving me the creeps man like, i didn't know you had a dog and scooby's like what the fuck man dog this is where? my shit this uh, my name's in the fucking title bitch i'm not going anywhere Oh, we've got another red herring yes, introduced here. I think this is. Uh, oh yeah, I think this is Snakebot Snakebot yes. Scruggs, who's like just a creepy guy. He's like John Voight in fucking Anaconda. Oh, he is John Voight in Anaconda for sure. And guess who's he? Who he's played by? John Voight. No. <laughs> you know him. 
I know a lot of people. That doesn't mean I know a lot of people. Yeah. Well, he's not played by like Joe Schmo at fucking Wegmans, dude. Okay. What's some iconic voice actors who also maybe have been in some iconic? Yeah, it's not gonna some some iconic sci-fi series that you love, like you know Mark Hamill. Oh, there you go. Oh, really? It's Hamill. Snakebite Scruggs is voiced by Mark Hamill. Ah. Who, of course, is known for Star Wars, but is also a very well-known voice actor. Yes. We've covered his voice work before. Sure. Yes, we did. In, uh, Wait, when? After The Last Airbender. Oh, right. He was Ozai, right? Yes. In the, in the show. So we're establishing all our red herrings right now <laughs> to throw everybody off to the fact that there are actual zombies on Zombie Fucking Island. But what do yeah. they call this island again? Moonsky Moon Island. But you also got to think, like, at least with Shaggy. Shaggy's got to be the toughest role because his voice is oh, his the voice most... is very distinct, yeah. Like, Fred's just a guy. Fred could just be a guy. He kind of has to be like, oh, shucks, kind of guy. Yeah, and Daphne, kind of same thing. She has to be like a prissy female. Like, Velma has to be like a nerdy chick. Velma's got a little bit of a like a thing with like the jinkies yeah, and the... Sure, sure. But it's not like... Shaggy's got a voice. Shaggy's got a very distinct timber and like, like Shaggy, cadence to his voice. Like Shaggy and Scooby because... Yeah, well, Scooby, obviously, yeah. Scooby's hard to do. I'm surprised that, because what's Scooby-Doo owned by Warner Brothers, right? Yeah, Hanna-Barbera, Warner Brothers. So, aren't, because I feel like in, was it Six Flags or Universal when I was a kid, I took a picture, me and my sister was Scooby-Doo. I'm surprised they've never made a Scooby-Doo ride at any, like, amusement park. I don't think they have. Well, I, I don't know. Because it just seems ripe for a, an attraction, you know what I mean? All the cats... This whole place would smell like cat pee. <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. So they pull up to this Moonscar Island house and it's just covered with cats everywhere, which immediately I would assume that this place is infested with rats. That would be my first assumption. But apparently, no. I forget why there are so many cats here, but we'll find out together. Yes. But I love how Scooby-Doo in this movie, when he's talking about how much he hates the cats, of course, because he's Scooby, he says rats. Rats? And I'm like, oh, no, rats? <laughs> because <laughs> he just can't pronounce his c's that scooby-doo oh we got another red herring yes there's that uh what's his face the gardener the gardener guy oh i think he's an undercover detective i think that's yes, his that's like his, thing. That's his thing so he's voiced by cam clark uh he's detective Bo neville oh apparently he voiced leonardo in the teenage, teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtles, turtles. Yeah. And he was Simba's singing voice in Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. Oh, Jesus. So, you know, he's, listen, he's earned his salt. That's fine. Oh, and then we get the head of Moonscar Island, the lady of the manor. We get uh, Simone. Simone, yes. Who She's played by Adrian Barbeau. Oh, there you go. She's done a lot. She used to be married to John Carpenter, so she was in a few John Carpenter movies. She was in Escape from New York. She was in The Fog. And then she's just kind of done like a lot of character acting stuff. Honestly, The Fog's a pretty decent movie. Fog's good. Uh, she was Catwoman in Batman the Animated Series. Oh shit, good for her. That's a good role. I forgot. Like, what was this detective guy investigating? Uh, disappearances. Oh right, because they keep luring people to the island and the zombies kill them. Well, that's zombies. 
Oh, twist. right. I forgot the whole fucking plot of this movie. <laughs> yeah, twist. The zombies are not the, the zombies are the good guys. Ooh, there's a g- 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 ghost. Ooh. A ghostly wisp. Ooh, they got the chills like they do in Supernatural when there's a ghost around. It's a little chilly, a little cold spot. The ghosty wisp is carving something into the wall. Get out. Uh, is that the zombies? That, that, well... There I don't remember any like plot points of this movie. I just remember there, it being awesome. There are zombies and there are ghosts. Yes. Of course. Get out. Get out. Or else they'll take your soul and put it in another Beware. body. This is where it leads to the joke that, you know, people should just get out of the house that never do. Oh, wait. Is this the part where Velma gets lifted off the ground by the ghosty and everyone can see her puss? <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. Shirt skirt. There it is. Wow, a real case of levitation. Uh, this just gets better and better. Maybe from where you're standing. Oh, yeah, definitely from where she's standing. Oh, no. <laughs> Wasn't that a plot point in the new Velma uh-huh. show that Daphne and her are like together? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's. I don't hate that as no, like a plot point. No, that's fine. I don't but. <laughs> No, the one they really did dirty in the show, well, other than Velma, the one character that gets done really super dirty is Shaggy. Oh. Which I feel bad about because, like... Because he's in love with Velma, right? Well, he's in love with Velma for a bit, and then that goes away. But, like, the character, like, is so not done well, and, like, Aww. he's not... He's basically not Shaggy. He's Shaggy in name only. That sucks. And I love how we just, okay, I love how Velma was sexually assaulted by a ghost and Shaggy and Scooby are packing a lunch for a picnic. Like well, They're hungry now. They're, they're hungry always. They have fucking tapeworm. All right, this is where Velma destroys the house. What? Oh, she rips the fucking wall apart. I remember, yeah. I remember that vaguely. Oh, wait, I remember now. They're, like, fucking cat ladies, right? Yeah, oh, there fuck. you go. I remember that, too. Oh, no. Scooby-Doo uh, and Shaggy found some skeletons and a weird, creepy green light in the sky. Well, they found Captain Moonscar. Ah, yes, it's his burial grounds. Because that's a real fucking zombie right there, yeah. bro. Yeah. There's no denying that. That is not a guy in a mask. That's a real fucking zombie right there, man. He's got a fucking cutlass and a peg leg, and you're going to fucking die. Shaggy! Shaggy just climbed out of this hole and left Sha- Scooby. Oh, no, he got him. He got him. Okay, he got, he got him by the tail. He, he, he had he to try him. and figure out how to get to him. How, you cannot just grab a dog by the tail like that and yank him out of a hole without, like, excruciating pain. I oh, no, assume. the dog would be yelping like shit. Ooh, we're suspicious of the sexy fucking gardener. We have to be suspicious of the sexy gardener. I think Velma gets with him, right? Well, they they, they talk about again together. Like, yeah, uh, like, he's hot. Velma, get on that. He is hot and sweaty. He knows how to work with his hands. Yeah, baby. Yeah, he's suspicious. Suspicious of being sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Daphne's like, oh, yeah, he's definitely suspicious. suspicious. And Fred's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can flirt with the hot New Orleans girl. Yeah. You can't flirt with the hot gardener. Well, how is her calling him suspicious flirting with well, her? It's the I would argue that Fred taking her lemonade is a little more flirty than anything else. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You whoa. can't just take some bitch's lemonade 
and think that that's going to be okay. I drink your lemonade. I drink it all. You know, I feel like this is, wasn't it a thing in Midsummer when like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like they drank the lemonade and it's just like a little bit of urine in there, a little no, bit of period it, yeah, blood. Yeah, it's a little bit of period blood. That's, yeah. And his was the only one that had that pink tinge to that's, it. That's what's giving me, that's what this the whole scene is giving me right now with the lemonade. <laughs> Oh, look at that. That Lena girl is purposely making herself look more sexy. She's like, oh, let me open this door against the sunset. Let me cast my beautiful buxom body in silhouette. Yeah, we're putting Daphne and Fred in separate rooms so I can go fuck Fred later. Yeah, this is gross. I'd be like, yeah. This, they definitely made this for kids because obviously in real life they would be in the same bedroom. There's no way in hell they're not in the same bedroom. Okay, so I think shit's going to start getting really real now because now the ghosties are coming back in the house. Wait a minute. What's behind the mirror, Velma? Aw, they're so cute. They're such a cute little family. Velma got her glasses all dusty and Scooby's like, I'll wipe it down with my tail. They're so cute. That's what I love about them too. They all love each other. Oh, yeah. Even when they break up and stuff, it's like, oh, but you still love each other. Oh, yeah, they still wish each other the best. I don't know when it happened that, like, Shaggy and Velma would get paired together, like, romantically. I I feel like in the original series, there was never even a whiff of that. Well, I think in the original series, I almost want to say Velma was almost like... Like, coded lesbian? Well, not even that. I was going to say she was, like, coded, like, asexual. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because I don't think she ever really... I mean, I might be wrong, but in the I original think, series, she never really expressed interest in anybody. I think occasionally, like, there would be, like, a like a, like a one-off episode where she'd be like, oh, this person, they kind of have a thing. I don't know in the original series. I don't know. I know in, like, the movies and stuff, they are, like, you know, spin-off series or whatever. They either try to pair Velma with Shaggy or they pair her with somebody else, but... I, I feel like the pairing Velma and Shaggy thing is just kind of an afterthought because Daphne and Fred are together. It would be kind of a fun relationship, I actually think. I don't know. I mean, I feel like she's on another level than well, Shaggy. I think, she, I think she is, but I feel like Shaggy would be like... I mean, it's the opposites attract trope for sure. Oh, but. it would definitely be, but I also think the two of them would like ground each other in different ways. But I also think he loves Scooby more than he could ever love any other woman. Well, <laughs> which is going to make it really, really depressing when he eventually dies. Well, Scooby will which, never die. Well, I know, it, but in real life, I mean, yeah. like, you know, I've seen um, memes and stuff online of like dog parents being like, oh, I, you know, I love this thing. I love this little creature so much knowing one day it will fucking destroy my <laughs> emotional <laughs> health. And I'm like, yep, no, that's me. Like pretty much every yeah, day. Yeah, I know. I think that's why, also why I just love the Scooby series so much because I've always loved doggies. Yeah. And he's such a fun, sweet, lovable dog. Oh, by the way, here's the crawfish. Oh, yeah. Look at Shaggy eating all that crawfish, bro. This seems like such an easy thing to not have in the movie. And you could get the OG actor well, that everybody he's loves. Eaten, is he's only eating a bunch of meat in this movie. True. Well, I mean, again, that's such an easy thing to work around. There was probably like some kind of power struggle or whatever yeah, like probably you know uh, oh we can do the movie without you okay fine do the movie without me and they did what i'd like to find out is why these ghosts want us off the island it's not ghosts Velma. it's just guys in masks and they're probably after the pirate's treasure freddie is living in denial <laughs> he's like this is not a ghost 
this is some fucking creepy guy in a mask that is also see-through and sexually assaulting people through the air. <laughs> and somehow can magnetize Velma. Oh, hi, Leia. Leia, are you Scooby-Doo? Le- Leia's joined us. She's now sitting in my lap. Are you Scooby-Doo, Mama? Oh, more zombies. Civil War zombies. Oh, no, zombies. And pirate zombies. Just all different flavors of zombie. Oh, yeah, all the zombies. Yeah, Fred, explain this one. Oh, my God. Dude, they're coming out of the ground. Like, get over yourself. This is probably the point in the movie for me as a kid. I was like, oh, fuck. And now they're stuck. The mystery machine's stuck in the mud. You you know you know the time when you you know you you hit the pedal and you, one wheel spins and the other doesn't. Oh my god! Will you stop with your cousin Vinny references? Run! Oh my god! This gardener guy, you're so sexy. Stop it! Stop scaring me with your sexiness. Yeah, we're actually coming. We're we're moving along in a good oh, clip here. Oh Fred, you must be careful. Oh please don't die out there. Just, I can just feel her, like, pushing her bosoms in his face. Like, fuck off, lady. He is spoken for. Why do they always split up? I feel like this works badly for them every time. Usually, yeah. And they put Velma with the hot guy because they're like, oh, she won't do anything. <laughs> oh, shit. He done grabbed her arm and shit. Ugh. Hey, stop grabbing her arm, bro. Ah. What the fuck? Why are you lifting up a big boulder, bro? <laughs> oh, quicksand. All right. You could have did that in a less scary way. You're a detective. Just tell her you're a detective. What is the big deal? He's undercover. Oh, stop it. He's <laughs> undercover, Frankie. Shut the fuck up. So stupid. He's like Jake Peralta in the mob. He's yeah, undercover. Yeah, okay, exactly. He ain't doing so hot. Oh no, Daphne and there we oh, go. Oh no, flip. judo flip. Oh, uh, I love how they made Daphne a badass that can flip motherfuckers in this one. I like how they did that in the live action too. Oh my god. Okay, are they finally realizing that the zombies are fucking real now? Well, no, they're about to realize because Fred's about to pull off the zombie's head. Oh no. Oh right. Oh fuck yeah, that's scary as fuck too. It's the no. It's the fisherman. It's the fairy man. Roll. Maybe it's real. Oh, my God. This is so great. They're like playing hot potato with the zombie. Okay, time to go. Now are we done with the bullshit? Oh, it's it's, it's all fake Fred. Get in the car and find your friends and get the fuck out. Oh, there's the wind. The evil wind. Daphne, we're going to die. No one cares about your fucking news show. You're not fuck. What's the care? What's the lady's name in uh screen? What's Courtney Cox's character's name? Oh, God. Uh, it's something stupid. I was going to say, Cindy uh, Prescott's uh, the, the other one. Um, what's uh, what is Courtney Cox's name? Uh, Gail. Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Yes. It's some I was going to say it's some stupid like pun. <laughs> Yeah, this is denial at this point. Yeah, Daphne's like, you are not a skeptic, Fred. You are in denial. Denial is a river, and you are in it. <laughs> oh, my God, Lena and Simone. No! Oh, we left them unprotected. Oh, the oh no. The camera's gone. No proof. Oh, well. 
Though, you, if you're a legitimate news crew, there's definitely a way you ha- Scott, shut up. Oh, sorry. The best song ever is about to happen. Do you hear the screeching of an owl? Do you hear the wind begin to howl? You know there's zombies on the prowl. And it's terror time again. Got you running through the night. Sky Cycles, terror time again. It's so good, and you know what? You have zombies. This is great. Yeah, it gets you so hyped, and it's so good over this montage of them, like, running and being chased by the zombies. So good. Oh, God. the Velma and the Hot Gardener. They all meet up, and they're like, oh, spooky. Oh, no. Fucking Shaggy shoot Scooby run down and fall in a cave. And this is where they find. Oh, right. This is where they find their fucking, like, uh, the voodoo. voodoo dolls. Ooh, how creepy. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so funny. They're lifting them up now for this with the voodoo dolls. And the poor gardener guy is sitting there like, what the fuck is happening? You're, like, breaking their arms. <laughs> yeah, really. Are they not, like, are they that stupid that they think they're just, like, Barbie dolls of their friends? Like, they're not actually voodoo dolls? Uh-oh. They go back to the house now, and I guess they're about to find out that the girls are bad guys. Yeah, it's it's coming. Uh-oh, they're all falling in traps. Traps everywhere. Fred! Oh, fuck that Lena bitch. Fuck her. She's holding Fred in her arms. Oh, Fred, are you all right? Here, take comfort in my bosom. <laughs> There's more impressing things right now. There's zombies. Ugh, stop touching my man. Uh, Velma is immediately like, fuck this bitch. No one got dragged away. They're footprints, bitch. Yeah, you are sketchy as fuck, bitch. Velma, why won't you say anything? Why are you going deeper into the cave? Why are you doing that, Velma? Curiosity You know something is very, very shady and sus. Yeah, you wait till we're at the end of the cave at the dead end to confront the lady that's clearly lying to you and it's clearly the bad guy. Yeah, great. No, 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 because now you're going to get trapped in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good, good. Okay, so we are now establishing that the lady of the house and that Lena chick are the bad guys. Yes. Oh, Velma apologizes to Hot Gardener and now they're going to bang. Oh, yeah, definitely. Obviously, when, you know, when the movie's over. Well, yeah, it'd be a little hard to do that right now. They're under voodoo yeah, control. Yeah, a little bit difficult because, you know, voodoo dolls and stuff. So the, I guess, premise is that she lures people to their deaths because fun. And now she's cat lady. Well, and that's weird. <laughs> well, uh, so they're about to explain why they do this. Like, this is a whole story. Oh, they purposely didn't make voodoo dolls of Shag and Scoob because they're such simpletons. Ha ha ha, you fools. Clearly, you don't know the Scooby gang. Indeed. They just kind of just fall into figuring it out, usually, and so yes, save the day. that is their knack, certainly. Indeed. So, the general backstory here is that uh, Lena and the lady of the house, Adrian Barbeau, they were on this island you know, a bajillion years ago, and these pirates came, led by Captain Moonscar, who's like the main pirate ghost slash zombie here, and he killed all the townspeople, and Lena and Adrian Barbeau got away, asked their cat god, 
to turn them into cat creatures <laughs> so they can kill the pirates. And then they're cursed to remain as cat people for the rest of their days, and they never die, I guess. Well, no, they... they the thing is, they are still alive. Well, and the, the thing, same age. Well, the, the thing is that as more and more people came to the island, they just kind of sucked their bodies dry. And ah, okay. So that's how they stay alive. Yes. They feed off people that come to the island, and then they become zombies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now the zombies are attacking the Catman. Yes, because the zombies. I'm the Catman, and I'm being attacked. Catman. And I don't got the knack for these zombies. How do you trip into the hole a second time? Because they're shagging Scoob. Yeah. Ah! Okay, they save the day because they fall into the ladies. Oh, I remember this because they accidentally knock their dolls like towards the fire and they start melting. Yes. That's also creepy as shit. Adrian Barbo's like, I've had enough of this dog. And Scoop goes, dog? Where? (laughs) The animation still looks good, man. It really does. Yeah, it still holds up 25 years later for sure. I miss 2D animation. But like, again, this is what you want, though. If you want a movie that you can come back to 20 some odd years later and you can go, you know what? This still holds up. Oh, now they're going to make voodoo dolls of them, of the of the evil cat ladies. Oh, my God. Is Scooby naked? Scooby is naked. They took off Scooby's collar. He's naked. Now, would Fred still bang cat lady Lena if she was, like, not evil? Like, in this, in this form, would he feel adventurous enough? <laughs> Maybe if he had, like... If she was a nice kitty... Would <laughs> nice if she was kitty. a nice kitty with a nice kitty, would she <laughs> would would she and Fred bone? Maybe if he like bent her away from him. She didn't have to look at her face. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Oh no, you're out of your go-go juice and now you are dust, bad guys. Okay, can the zombies also be dust? Oh, hooray. I don't know how that works, but okay, sure. Well, their souls are now, it's like they're free. They they no longer, you know, yeah, their spirits have been avenged. Their spirits they, have been avenged. This movie does have that thing at the end where like they do. Oh, this is great though. Wait. They do a little too many explainers. Oh, that is, okay. Weird. They have a little, like, a little pirate or like captain custer yeah he's one of the fucking like thing where he like salutes the gang as a ghost thank you and then goes away in a wisp that's kind of dark and now he's the detective oh yes now we get the detective reveal from the which like why didn't you say that earlier oh my god daphne's like would you like to be on tv that's all that matters now (laughs) you can be famous ew he joins the Scooby gang as, like, their side detective. It's like their roadie. Ooh, baby, the detective guy is like, the bayou has mysteries that are undiscoverable, blah, blah, blah. And Velma's, like, getting moist in her little panties. 
<laughs> your little granny panties that you know she wears. Yeah, Velma's going to go off to the bathroom and uh, have a time. Oh, stop. She, no, he's going to ask her out for coffee. Well, they, they can't fuck right now. No, they're going to go out for coffee after the, you know, near-death experience. And then they're going to have a near-death experience bone. And then they're going to realize, hey, you know, we're not really that compatible. I'm super hot detective guy and you are you know know-it-all nerd girl and we just can't be together maybe if you took your glasses why, why off why did we put the, the thing up too early how could we forget scooby no, they're forgetting scooby on the boat well, well scooby was getting peppers well you know what i don't care okay it's it's fine Oh, yes, they have Mark Hamill still in this movie. <laughs> Mark Hamill, like, fisherman creepy guy shows up at the end, like, get, trying to catch a catfish. And Scooby's like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, Mark Hamill. I love how we, as a society, just accepted Cat God as a plot point in this movie. And, like, thought that it's still good, even though the major plot point is Cat God. So that's, uh, that was Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. It was still really fun. It held up pretty well. It, it definitely did. It held up. The animation, I still think, is really good. I don't think like there's anything that I would say needs to be changed or needed to be updated. No. I, I think it's pretty great for what it is. And uh, like, like we were saying, it still holds up as a great Scooby-Doo movie. Uh, I'm glad we were able to celebrate it for its 25-year anniversary, Scotty. What do you have it rated on Letterboxd? I have it rated as a 4. I also have it rated as a 4 out of 5 stars. And, uh, yeah, I think it's well rated there. I think we're going to keep it there. It was nice to revisit it. Gave me a little spoopy vibe. It's a good starter for the month. Indeed, indeed. I feel, I feel like we've got a good starting gun to... Spoopy season. Leia, do you have anything to add? <laughs> she just licks the mic. <laughs> it's not a treat. Next week, we go from zombies to aliens. Yes, we will be doing a another Disney movie. I'm sure you can guess it's going to be Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> just based on that descriptor by Scott. And, I mean, it's the closest thing we can get to really a, a Halloween-y uh, post-Renaissance Disney film. So I, I'm looking forward to that because I haven't... Lilo and Stitch is definitely one of my faves. I haven't watched it in maybe a couple years, a year, a couple years. So I'm excited to watch that again. But until then, this has been Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Norville Eisenberg. Oh, no. Thank you so much for joining us for our bonus episode. And I can't wait for Spoopy Month to begin. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Shoot the Flick and check out all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. And make sure you come back next week for our tropical yet extraterrestrial movie adventure. You know what time it is. <gasps> it's terror time again. again.